0: Today a Movie as we talk about Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, Where the Crawdads Sing, and then My Donkey, My Lover, and I. It's time for Movie Wireless. Hi, this is Joe. Hi, it's Rashmi. And Yezdi as well. Movie Wireless is your weekly dose of film reviews, movie news and general banter in theatres, on DVD, online streaming or in the back of an airplane. If you love the movies, this show is for you. Hello, Yezdi.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Logistics. Sorry, be-
1: we can't be in the same room, but uh, I, know. I, I know. feel
0: just as close. Logistics yes. have conspired against us. So you sound as if you're in a faraway land when you're in fact just across town. Isn't it? no It's ridiculous, actually, when we record with you when you're in a different country, it sounds sometimes better I than know. when you're down the road. It's What's crazy. going on? San Diego internet, get it together. Maybe. Are you on the cheap yes. plan, Yazdi? Is that what it is?
1: <laughs> no, no, I pay like 500 and some dollars a year.
0: <laughs> a ye- oh, wait, what? A year? Yazdi, that's the cheap plan. That's what it is. We've discovered it. All this talk about infrastructure, and it's really Yazdi being uh, cheap. Yes. <laughs> um, talk about travel. Um, Rashmi and I are, are getting ready to travel.
2: Well, we hope so.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a mess right now. Uh, it's there's, there's, <laughs> we, our, our flights. So we're going. We're taking a trip uh, to Europe, and our flights were cancelled by the airline, and then we rebooked them, but they can't get us home, and it had to be on different days. Drama, drama. Yeah. And, and then
2: monkeypox
0: and yes monkeypox COVID. covid heat Wildfires. waves fire in europe it's like and 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 heat extreme heat yes you know this extreme heat i mean i'm don't get me wrong i'm not a climate change denier i'm i'm climate change is real and, and but man this extreme heat like every time they go hottest summer for 20 years i'm like well so it was that hot 20 years ago what are we saying <laughs> <laughs> But no, I That's think I, I think it's um, it's the consistency. Like every year, we get these stinking hot summers. I remember growing up in Europe and only in in the UK, and like once every few years, we'd have a blazing hot summer. And and now it seems like every year they're getting one. So hey, all yep. right. Anyway, it's we shall we shall attempt. We, we're, we're we're bloody minded about this trip, so we're we're, we're going to do it. Uh, yes. So um,
1: speaking of hot summers our first movie is set in the marshlands
0: oh
2: oh that was a immediate segue he, he's
0: like shut up joe <laughs> yeah
2: I'll let's go talk about one
0: of these three movies and that <laughs> no, no, no. four four I, hour long I, I, podcast again.
2: yeah he's like let's go
0: fine okay <laughs> <No>, yes <yesterday. no. laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we could do recommendations. We could do. Uh, we could do more banter.
0: No, be like that. Let's just get into it. Okay, you have better okay. things to do. I know. In fact, we should have come round to your house today because you. I know told... he's
2: making us jealous. He's,
0: he's made cookies. Homemade. We made a mistake. Chocolate
2: chips. Yes,
1: yes, and they're very good. I usually don't like chocolate chips. Yes,
2: chip, stop are... them up unless you're going to drive over and give them to us.
1: They're so soft; that they're hard to uh, peel off the pan. Oh, I love Anyways.
0: those <laughs> Goo- gooey chocolate <laughs> cookies. Thanks, Jesse. Now I'm starving. All right. Where the Crawdads okay. Sing, then. Somebody somebody, tell us about that.
1: Yazdi's going to do it. That would be me. So Where the Crawdads Sing is based on one of the more popular books um, in the last several years, uh, a book by the same name, which was written by Delia Owens. And by the way, if anybody is looking to go down a rabbit hole, just just Google Delia Owens' scandal, and there is so much intrigue about this author and her husband. They used to live in South Africa, and she herself is a naturalist, which kind of plays into a lot of the themes of the book and the movie itself. But the story of her and her husband, I think, alone should be a documentary or a movie of its own. But I digress. Uh, Delia Owens has written this bestseller called Where the Crawdads Sing, and this is the movie version of it, which was optioned by... No other than Reese Witherspoon, after she picked the book as Reese's uh, Book of the Month uh, Club. Uh, And so the movie is also produced by Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine production company. And it's directed by Olivia Newman, who I looked up uh, has one previous uh, movie writing, um, movie directing credit. So this is her sophomore uh, effort. And um, the one-liner in IMDb for the movie is, a woman who who raised herself in the marshes of the Deep South becomes a suspect in the murder of a man she was once involved with. And I'm very glad for the people at uh, IMDb because had I been required to do a synopsis of this, I think I would have taken 20 minutes because the, the story is long and it's convoluted. Uh, the the movie stars uh, up and comers such as Daisy Edgar Jones, she who was in the Hulu adaptation of uh, Normal People, the Sally Rooney book, which uh, uh, that adaptation got a lot of fanfare, uh, and then uh, she so she plays the the lead role uh, in this movie, and she's joined by Taylor John Smith and Harris Dickinson as her two potential male interests the movie also stars david stratton as the lawyer who is trying to um, work with her uh, her character in the movie Uh, and other actors uh, in the movie include michael hyatt and sterling maser jr Uh, the writing credits are delia owens and lucy olibar and uh, the movie just opened um, the very very weekend that we are recording so Uh, a lot banking on this uh, film especially from the many admirers of this book what did you think do you think the movie was let down or that it lives up to its literary laurels
2: so yes the i haven't read the book so i went in pretty cold and i'm ashamed to say i didn't know anything about this story so um this was like, I, I had no idea what this was about or anything, any preconceived ideas. And frankly, I'm shocked that Tomatometer is running so low because it's currently at 35% with 110, 111 reviews. I mm. love this movie. I absolutely got wrapped up in this world and was um, f- floated away into this world and this um, these characters and just, it felt... Like a yoldie time, Tom Sawyer, um, you know, Huckleberry Finn type adventure, but it was this um lovely little romance and it was about coming of age. It was just I, I just loved this movie.
0: Ooh, Rashmi's pointed me to this Rotten Tomato review and it says Dull, stupefyingly bad, uh frustratingly <laughs> dull, too many loose ends, anemic, clunky overwrought what is the matter with these critics? It's a little clunky. And I think, you know, it has twists and turns that kind of, you know, it it's not a great movie in the sense of, I think there are many missteps. I think there's an odd inconsistency with its production. You know, things look very modern, like hairstyles and things. And yet the, and the, the movie has this very kind of, you know, polished, um, almost Disney-esque colour saturation that, doesn't fit well with its kind of older setting, but it's a lovely story Uh, and the story worked for me. And so as much as I want to kind of point out and nitpick over some of the movie's many missteps, I can't say that I didn't enjoy it.
2: Yazdi, tell us what you thought. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I enjoyed it a lot as well. I mean, I think uh, Hollywood just doesn't make these kinds of movies anymore. Right. I think in the late 80s, 90s, they used to make movies like Fried Green Toma- Tomatoes and, you know, um, other movies which, you know, could be unfavorably called, you know, women's pictures from the 60s when, again, Hollywood was doing a lot of melodrama. This kind of movie harkens back. It it, it, it reminded me of Douglas Sirk meets, like, Mark Twain and, hmm. um, so I think it's unabashedly melodramatic. I think sometimes you can see the gears of the plot churn a little too obviously. But having said that, it's 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 a great way to spend a couple hours. I think the story is very compelling. It's very well written. Um, you know, it has a few tricks up its sleeve. There were parts of it which were very frustrating because I thought they were certain pieces of the plot which were like if you only did this everybody this the story would be over or if you only said this you know everybody would just know and you know so it was it was frustrating for me but overall i i just like this kind of uh wear your heart on your sleeve kind of movies you know over just just very nakedly sentimental and there's nothing wrong with that at all but i think more than anything else i think the actors in this movie especially the 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 trio of leads in the movie the two the two male actors and the and and the lead uh, Daisy Edgar Jones they kind of make they kind of capture something which is very very I think one of the most difficult things to capture on screen which is this nascent love and I really believe that these individuals were falling in love with each other at different times of the movie and I think you need extraordinary talent and otherwise everything will just look you know, hackneyed and cheap and so forth. So anyway, we can talk more about it. But yeah, I like this movie with, with a few problems it has, more than a few. So,
2: so here's the really impressive thing is that Daisy Edgar-Jones, who plays Kaya, the main character, and Harrison Di- Harris Dickinson, they're both British actors. British. And I saw Daisy yeah. Edgar-Jones jo- uh, do... Um, watched i watched that hulu show normal people and she's playing an irish character i mean she's very talented and i think this movie is a showcase for her acting talents um Mm -hmm. i think that the movie has a lot to say about our biases and gender and um class um and I just love the little relationships that are set up. And I couldn't see any of the twists and turns coming. I just really, like I said at the beginning, for me, I was so, I, I got so engrossed in the world. I felt like I'd been on a visit somewhere. It really captured me. It really got under my skin. I thought it was a great story. And the fact that this is based on a true story.
0: No, no. No, I think this is a work of fiction. No. Oh, it's a, f- okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, to, to your point, I mean, I think uh, the movie works really hard to try and create its atmosphere. And at times I was I was right there with it. At other times there are those little anachronisms and I'm not going to be, um I'm no expert on like, you know, hairstyles and things, but the way that some of these people are groomed seems very inconsistent with the times. And, you know, if you want to, pick holes in a movie that doesn't quite authentically feel like it's from where it's from, you know, you, you can find those moments. But um, I kind of sat down and smiled and I saw what it, what it was trying to do. And the story is wonderful. I think this is one of those things that, you know, clearly this is a well-loved book. This You know, the screening that we went to it was an advanced screening and it was packed and there were lots of people who seemed to, um, as, as I was kind of overhearing conversations, seemed to know uh, the book quite well, so um, I thought, interestingly, uh, that this is clearly a, 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 I won't call it a classic, I don't know if, how old this story is or when it, when it was written, but nonetheless, I think um, it's a much-loved book that may have lost something in the translation to screen, maybe that's where some of the critical reviewers are coming from, and like you said, Yazdi, yes, um, the twists and turns are there, but I, I kind of saw them coming um you know there there were especially especially when it comes to uh the timing of certain revelations and things I'm like yep I bet that yep there it is and I I don't know whether that's good storytelling or bad storytelling in the sense of um I, I could see I could see the hints that were 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 laid down for for some of the things but nonetheless uh lovely I I liked it
1: yeah yeah I mean I think especially considering that you know, there's virtually no big name actors in this movie. I think the only actor of any, you know, any uh, familiarity to, to to you know, common movie goers or you know, commonly, I, I can make a sentence <laughs> for those who commonly go to the cinemas. I think the only familiar name is David Stratton, mm-hmm. who plays her lawyer. Uh, so, considering that you know, it's relatively unknown cast, I think what the movie achieves it it's kind of this gothic. Romance, along with a, you know, like a court procedural, along with a murder mystery. That's a lot of hats to wear, and the movie pulls them off. I mean, i I have I had some problems, and you know, we I can be nitpicky. I mean, I think, I think, I haven't read the book either, but I think this is not an unreliable narrator. I mean, a lot of the. Movie is told through the voice of the central character, right? Uh, Kaya speaks in in voiceover through much of the movie, but Kaya is withholding information. If Kaya were just honest with the audience, there wouldn't be a movie. <laughs> and 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 the way that the way that you know different pieces of information are revealed to us at different times, the movie goes back and forth in time constantly. So it's playing this trick with the reader or or the viewer, where it's like. I'm going to build suspense by not telling you certain pieces. And and that doesn't bother me as much, but it just comes off a tad gimmicky. And then the other thing which I think a lot of reviews have brought up, and I personally didn't feel it when I was watching the movie, but when I think about it, it does kind of it, what their criticism does ring true. And it has to do with, uh, with uh, the character of the two character, the character of the couple, which kind of helps the main character through her childhood as well as uh, when she's grown up mm. and they own a little shop in town. I think they're they're called Jumping and Mabel. And they are the only two, you know, African American uh characters in the story. And their only purpose in the in the movie seems to be I, again I haven't read the book, but the only purpose in the in, in the movie seems to be to exist to help her. So there's a little bit of a you know, I don't know, it kind of makes me a little uneasy that these individuals are just there to kind of help her along through her own progression of of her own narrative arc. They, I mean, they don't seem to have any other life outside of that. But again, these are, these are small things uh, to pick on. I, I, would, I would recommend it to anybody to watch this movie. It's well-constructed. These actors are tremendous, all three actors. I mean, even Harris Dickinson, who, well, I don't want to give, give anything away, but, you know... There's, there's an, a, a, an arc to him. There's a switch which happens to his character. At least we find out more about his character was entirely believable to me. And I kind of understood where the lead character, how she felt about each of the two men was very, very believable. So a, a stingy seven out of 10, I think uh, Hollywood should make more movies like this, which are, you know, fully melodramatic and kind of embrace the sentimentalism if it's done constructed well.
2: Yeah, I agree, Yasdi. For me, this is a solid eight. Um I think this is a great suspense thriller. I think it's a great love story, and I think it's a great character exploration. So for all those reasons, a solid eight from me. I really this made my heart sing, if it didn't make the Crawdads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, this isn't gonna make any of my end of year lists. I don't think it'll make anyone's end of year list. Um but it's a very likable movie. Uh if not entirely successful, I think, in its many ambitions. And and you know, again, I think this is a story, like you say, because of the way that information is withheld, Yazdi, that probably worked better as a book because you know, mm. you you find yourself turning pages to, you know, get to the, the information that you know is being withheld and and that was it. I mean I think, you know, it's clunkiness uh Does does uh show from time to time, but uh, for me, it's a it's a very stingy, but a very you know. There's good six out of tens, and there's bad six out of tens. This is a good six out of ten.
2: That is very stingy. I
0: hope you know what that means because it's not a good movie, but it's a it's a. I liked it a lot. Right? Does that make sense? <laughs> I don't know. I I think I pick my scores at random. Some yeah, I think you do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I we didn't even we didn't mention the look of this movie. I think it's very, very nicely shot. Uh it I think the story is set in North Carolina, but it was predominantly filmed in Louisiana. Um, but it's just gorgeous to look at. I mean I it you mentioned earlier, Rashmi, that it feels like you've stepped into another place in time and it's hard for movies to do that. So I think just you know, it, it could be such a cliche that she's the marsh girl who lives like a recluse out you know out away from town and she's almost this feral creature and it you can get carried away with this and it can come off really uh, offensive but I think the way it's shot it's kind of believable why she's treated like an outcast or a pariah. I mean she does seem to live in a world of her own uh, just those gorgeous trees and and the water and everything it's it 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 really does a good job with from from a travel tourism perspective i think for louisiana backwaters
0: for a feral marsh girl i'll just say great hair
2: you're obsessed
0: i know i am I, I was like what is going on that's that's a nice hairstyle all right um moving on <laughs> movie number two <laughs> mrs harris goes to paris Um,
2: Okay, so I've got the intro to that one. So in partnership with the House of Dior, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris, tells the story of a widowed cleaning lady in the 1950s based in London who falls madly in love with a couture Dior dress. This could be Rashmi goes to Paris um, and decides that she must have one of her own. After she works, starves and gambles to raise the funds to pursue her dream, she embarks on an adventure to Paris which will change not only her own outlook but the very future of the House of Dior. So this basically um, stars Leslie Manville, Isabel Huppert, Jason Isaacs. Um, this has Angela um, Anne Chancellor, Lambert Wilson, um, Alba Batista. It has Lucas Bravo, who you may recognise from Emily in Paris, Rose Williams, and a whole host of others. Um, this is um, directed by Anthony Fabian, and it's um, written by Anthony Fabian, Carol Cartwright, Keith Thompson, and Olivia Hetreed. So Yazdi, why don't you start us off? What did you think of uh, Mrs. Harris in Paris? Did it have the je ne sais quoi? (laughs) Uh,
1: I think it did. I think this is very much a Yazdi movie. I should warn everybody, though, that there is nothing remotely achieving reality in this movie. Everything about this movie is a fairy tale. Um, I can't honestly think of... Um, a movie that has been more of a crowd pleaser than this one in quite some time. This is a crowd pleaser through and through. It's been surgically, you know, crafted with precision to get, you know, audience uh, uh, empathy at every step of the way. the 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 character of the lead character of Missus Harris, Ada Harris. Uh, played by Leslie Manville, wonderfully. And if you think that this actor has good range, just watch her year, and then watch her in uh, that movie with uh, from last year uh, with uh, with Kevin Costner, uh, where she just played this terrifying woman. Um, I'll 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 look her up. But she the, Leslie Manville can do no wrong. She was in Phantom Thread. She she can do anything. She could be as crazy as as anybody and as sweet as anybody and in this movie she's doing sweet but um i think this movie is such an underdog story i think unless you get od'd on the saccharine sweetness of it everybody will like it everybody will clap along with it everybody will cheer with this particular character it's it's a very well-crafted uh, Cinderella story disguised as a post World War II kind of melodrama. Uh, what's not to like?
2: Yeah, and Yasti, the movie you were talking about is Let Him Go.
1: Let him go. Do you remember her?
2: I didn't watch From it. To- I didn't watch it, but um, I, I'm very tempted to go and watch it
1: now. She was terrifying in that movie, and I, you know, she's 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 not a big statured person, and she, I was physically scared of her and she has like a 10-minute role at the very end of that movie uh and you know she was wonderful in phantom thread and so many other british movies uh, remarkable actor that leslie
0: manwell joe uh so you describe this movie as a crowd pleaser and i'm happy to report i'm a member of that crowd i think um it's a very it, the word that kept coming to mind here was old-fashioned uh, not the word the, the, the expressions old-fashioned and delightful and it absolutely is delightful. In fact, it feels like a musical at times, even though there are no songs. It just has that uh, wonderful kind of um, Mary Poppins type um, joy to it. And you know, yes, you said it's it's definitely a fable. It's definitely a fantasy. Um, but that doesn't stop it working for me, and we, you know, we, we were critical of the last movie in some ways, of, of kind of being um, that that little bit uh, clunky in terms of its t- plot turns and toils. And I think there were some of those moments here where you know there are there are moments when the character uh, you know seems to be prevailing and only to be you know trodden down by circumstance and and people around her, but. Uh, it, it it's just it's just a joyful film. It, it is. It's very much. It's beautiful. It's it's great to look at. I I was with it for every moment of its hour and forty minutes. It's highly efficient. Um, everyone on screen here is just <laughs> perfectly cast. From her friend, uh, I've forgotten her friend's name now. Uh, v V something. I guess she Vi called, Vi um, uh, to. Uh, Isabel Huppert as the uh, the the Dior character to everyone. Just they're they're all they're all wonderful to to see here. Loved it.
2: Um, I exactly what you said. If you if I knew you couldn't read my writing, I would say you stole my notes. Um, the first thing I wrote was it feels very Mary Poppins. Oh <laughs> no way! And it has it has some of the best show show don't tell um, moments mm-hmm. I think, which are great and. You know, this could even be a stage play. I thought this would work so well as a stage play. It's, yeah, I love what you said, Joe, about it could have been a musical, but there are no songs or dances. But it, it's got that upbeat. Um, it just flows really well. I mean, my only criticism of it, I wish, is I wish this was a holiday movie. This would be a perfect holiday movie at the end of the year. It's, it's, it's great.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um, there, that the movie is not. I like that the movie is hardworking. I I like that as as much of a fairy tale as the whole movie is as much of a fable as it is. The ups and downs that happen to this lead character and there's many ups and there's many downs. They don't feel like you know somebody just said okay now she's happy let's make her sad now she's sad let's make her happy there's none of that there there it's it's a very handsomely made movie it's very mm-hmm. there's a british gleam to it and and through the different plot turns it's done with so much skill that you go along with that ride and you know when 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 she hits the bottom you hit the bottom and i i you know even though i knew i was watching a fable and i knew this very likely is going to have a very happy ending I was kind of sad for her when bad things happened to her. And mm. I think that speaks to that speaks to how well the movie is crafted. Um the movie it reminded me most of actually, and it it's it's a weird thing to say, but the movie it reminded me most in terms of its tone was Paddington.
0: Mm. Yeah. Remember the movie that, yes. that
1: came out? I mean, it has nothing to do with Paddington, but it's it kind of lives in that same storybook world. It's yeah. full of delight and charm. And it's sweet, and there are bad people and good people. But you know, the bad people are not so bad; they're just
0: cartoonishly bad. Um, And she is very much a Paddington Bear. I love that analogy.
1: Yeah. So I. And it's so
2: unbelievable. Like it's so unbelievable. Like (laughs) don't if you're gonna go watch this, know you're going to see something which is totally a fairy tale. It's
1: yeah. Yeah. Leave your logic at the door. Yeah. and I also like that so much of the movie is set in, you know, in the world of high fashion and Christian Dior. Granted, post World War II high fashion, but it's almost like Phantom Thread, but without any of the dark undertones.
2: With zero dark <laughs> you know, undertones, and it's with joyful. Zero, like oh, yeah,
1: uh, I was reading on Rotten Tomatoes, and one of the reviewers said. It is House of Gucci with nice people. Yes. I think it's so true. House of Gucci is entirely of bad people, but this is like House of Gucci with nice people. But It's listen, better. I it's think, way better, better than House should. of Gucci. Yeah. It's, it's constructed better. It trusts the audience better. It's a far more handsome movie, more efficient, all of that. Uh, listen, everybody should just go out and watch this. You'll feel better. And That's here's it. the great You'll
2: thing feel. about this movie. They use French people to play French characters. There's no one doing terrible accents. (laughs) It's great. It's kind of a fish, it's kind of a nice fish out of water story. It's a kind of nice play. Again, it kind of, there's these undertones of class and gender and um, it's just wonderful.
0: Yeah, no, and I think it does its, um, it it, it takes us on its journey beautifully. I think, you know, uh, Yes, the fairy tale aspect of it, where um, her dreams start to materialize, are are wonderful, and it, it does the ups and downs in a in a in a wonderful way. That's again, it, it's it's a very old fashioned sensibility that we have here, and I think if this movie had been made in the fifties or sixties, it would be like a current. It would be a classic, right? It we we don't unfortunately. We, we're we so cynical right now that a movie like this mm-hmm. can be enjoyed by uh, the masses. I think, you know, this is going to be a small movie enjoyed by those of us that, uh, you know, are, are willing to, um, you know, just spend a bit more time with cinema. This isn't going to be a every screen in every multiplex like a Marvel movie. And, and that's too bad. I think those times are, are past where something like this might have mainstream appeal because there's not a single person I don't think who would not love this and I would love to see it played like you say Rashmi at, at the holidays like there's no one I wouldn't recommend this movie to um,
2: even your dad I, my dad would love this but yeah.
0: yeah it has that you know My Fair Lady feel to yeah. it or, uh, all, all those kind of things it, it, Yeah, it's an absolute like I say a delight
2: that sounds like a summing up
0: fair enough okay uh, yeah delightful stuff 8 out of 10 really stingy 8 out of 10 if I'm honest uh, but I, I enjoyed the pants off this one
1: Yazdi. Yeah, uh, a stingy eight out of ten for me as well. Eight and a half out of ten, which I'm going to back down to an eight. Um, You know, I'm just going to come out and say this is so much better a film than Thor, Love and Thunder, and Groan and whatever it is. That movie is just just coasting along on past. You know, not not that I need to compare movies, but I think if, if you have to pick a movie to watch in the cinemas this weekend or the next weekend, pick this one. You'll feel better. You won't feel like silly and goofy and all of that. Uh, it it has a heart. It it plays like a fairy tale. It has wonderful actors. We didn't talk about Isabelle Huppert, who is having a ball of a time. <laughs> yes, you know, she making, is. Fun, making fun of the, you know, the aristocratic, you know, upper crust, you know, French... Uh, you know who who looks down on everybody, and she's so good, even when she's kind of doing a caricature of that. Yes, uh, she's great. Yeah, and uh, I think it's the movie we need right now. I really do. Uh, eight and a half out of ten, backing down to an eight.
2: Yep, Mrs. Harris went to Paris, and I can't wait to join her. Also, an eight out of ten from me.
0: <laughs> lovely yeah, lovely stuff. Yeah, it has, it has real Such- characters. They're so memorable. Every, everyone in this movie is, is just very memorable, even yeah. if they're only on screen for like a few minutes.
2: Yeah. Jason just, just, Isaacs too. We didn't even Jason mention Jason. That,
0: and he's the one I'm yeah. thinking of. Like, oh, yeah, he was in it. And he's really memorable. Like, yeah. Like really like what a we – we know who that character is. Yeah. Uh, as represented by – Everyone's solid. Like 10 lines of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, part of it is like Cruella, but it's not as – again, it, does, it doesn't have that dark underbelly. But I, I just like that – you know, as a house cleaner, the homes of the people where she works with, you kind of get to know those people and their foibles and their ups and downs, yes. and and it has a little bit of a message at the end about, you know, class and uh, yeah, it's it's a good film. I mean, I yeah, I I'm I'm ready to see Mrs. Harris revisits Paris. Yes, <laughs> yes. Maybe Mrs. Harris moves to I Paris. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how good is that name? I always complain about movies with awful names. That really rolls off your tongue. Mrs. Yes. Harris Goes to Paris. Yes. You cannot forget that yes, name. Yes, exactly. Nice. <laughs>
0: yes. So. Take away us, that take, take us away with my donkey, my lover and I, Esdi. That's not a statement. That's a title <laughs> of a movie. I'm just.
2: Yeah, you're not talking about the three of us. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, talking about uh, memorable titles, yes, the third movie we are going to be discussing today is My Donkey, My Lover and I. Which one am I?
2: Well, you said the title, so clearly Yasti is the donkey in this situation. (laughs)
0: Let's hope so. I would happily be a donkey. I love
1: donkey. Uh, Unless I'm the donkey or you're the donkey. (laughs) The original title, I believe this is a French film, the original title is Antoinette dans les savants. Yes. Antoinette in in the savants. And uh, it's directed by Caroline Vignal. And I did not know this, but its original writer is Robert Louis Stevenson. That Robert Louis Stevenson, R.L. Stevenson. Uh, He wrote a book called Travels with a Donkey in the Savant. And this is, uh, I guess, a movie based on this. Um, The writing, the director also shares uh, writing credits, uh, Caroline Vignail, and it stars Laurie Calami, Benjamin Laverne, and Olivia Cote, amongst many others. The one-liner summary for the movie is that a schoolteacher crashes her married uh, lover's family vacation and befriends a donkey named Patrick. I don't know what to make of that. Is that Is that like an existential? (laughs) Is that like an existential uh, exploration? (laughs) Or is it a comedy? Or what is it? I haven't seen it. Tell me, what is this? A school teacher crashes a married lovers' family vacation and befriends a donkey. (laughs) That can go any number of ways. Called Patrick.
0: (laughs) What do I say? Well, first of all, I don't think it was written by. I don't think it was written by Robert Louis Stevenson, as opposed to being inspired by a a journey that Robert Louis Robert Louis Stevenson made. Um, And it's it's one of those type of. you remember the movie from a few years ago, The Way, where, you know, people do like a recreation yes. of a, a hike, a pilgrimage. So the the central um journey, I guess, made by the character here is um to to walk a path walked by Robert Louis Stevenson with a donkey. And it don't know whether there's any truth to it or not, but in this movie it's kind of portrayed as something that people, uh, you know, like like to do um as uh it's really just a, a retreading of historical thing that happened, but nonetheless, um, what what is this movie? Yes, it's it's a, it's a comedy and a, a drama. Uh, there's the setup of it is you know very much one of a farce in some ways, uh, but it works really well. And it, and I think the, the movie with it, I don't want to get too much into you know the, the in the, the intricacies of the plot, but it is as the plot uh, suggests uh you know the the school teacher is romantically involved with uh the man in this couple and she finds out they're going on a trip decides to go with them so it sets up that kind of comical almost tension uh, it's not necessarily played for laughs in that way but it definitely creates some very um very funny moments where, uh, you know, this this character who is very much like a character in Call My Agent uh, and her name, the actor is Laura Calamy. Laura, yeah. Laura Calamy. She's uh, very much playing a very similar character to the one that she plays in Call My Agent. So anyone who, who knows that show will, will know her very well and, and know the setup. Overall, though... Um, I enjoyed this movie an awful lot. Uh, It's transportive, like the movies that all three movies this week, I think in some way have taken me um, out of my current moment and placed me into their environment and their world. Um, And yeah, I I thought this was great. I'll let Rashmi talk and then we'll get into it a bit more.
2: Yeah, this is another delightful movie, not in the Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris um, way, but another delightful movie with great performances And it has so much heart and it's very funny. I don't think there were very many moments where I didn't have either a huge smile on my face or I wasn't belly laughing um, because Laurie Calamy has great comedic timing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's very French in its sensibility. It's a French movie with subtitles. I'm not sure if you said that, Yazdi. Um, But it's just... It's got such a big heart. And it's one of those, um, the donkey is the stand-in for a therapist in some ways. The donkey is its own character. Um, And it's really just like a journey movie. Um, The arc of this character is great. Um, And we get to travel through the countryside of of France, which is delightful. Um, I can't say enough good things about this movie. I loved it.
0: Yeah, Laurie Callamy won a César for her performance. I think that was one of the reasons that we we kind of picked up on this one. But the the performance here is is everything. She has the charm. She has the emotionality. We we feel her pain when we're supposed to feel her pain. We feel her frustrations, and there's lots of frustrations, as you can imagine. In walk, if you know anyone who takes a walk with a donkey, um, doesn't necessarily um, deal with the most cooperative of of. Uh, partners um but yeah the whole thing kind of plays plays beautifully is it's it's what i'll say um yeah just and 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 it's funny and there there are some tense moments in in the sense of uh you know this is somebody it's not a coming of age movie but definitely this person this character has has some room to grow and 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 she has a journey to make and and we, we go there with her we we laugh with her, we cry with her we we, we love with her it's, it's 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 super fun
2: that sounded like a summing
1: up
0: if you insist, I shall <laughs> sum this one up because uh, i don 't really have much for, more to say is this for everyone
1: uh, is, does it have a particular sensibility that only some people will enjoy, or is it more um, universal
0: I would say that and this is going to sound so silly to say, but if you have a, a an affinity for French cinema, um, then this is for you. I think it's got more broad appeal, but it's very French. It's 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 uniquely French. It's uniquely French in its its voice, in its um, in its characters. It's culturally French. It just. So, you know, if if you like if you're a francophile in any way, I think you'll get a lot out of this. If you like things like Call My Agent, I think you you will you'll like that because it has that same not just because of the actor, but it has that same um sensibility. That same brand of humor yeah. that that run, runs through it. Uh it's not an out and out comedy, but it, it it is very very funny at times. Like belly belly laugh funny. Yeah. Um and so Yeah, I I don't know that I would recommend it to your typical Marvel fan, but I think if you Mm. would, you know, allow me to kind of say, you know, there are those of us that um, generally like uh, film and theater, you know, and and movies more more than the you know the kind of the guy in the street who who I mostly represent. But I, I think if you love film, you'll love this movie.
2: Yeah, it does. That help? Quite that quite, doesn't
0: help you at all, does it?
2: No, and I think look, the fact that you will love it,
0: I will say that. I will say that you you should you should get your butt to wherever you can watch this quickly because I think you'll 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 That's enjoy it. it very much.
2: Yeah, Yasti, I I kind of agree with Joe. It's um, it's it's a movie for for people who love movie and it's got broad appeal, but it is subtitled.
0: But it's not the subtitles I think they are off-putting I think it it's it's very French. <laughs> <laughs> it's um yeah, and, and honestly people
1: get over the subtitles.
0: I don't know how to say that but there's Sorry. a there's a sequence at the beginning involving a song and it's it, hilarious. It, it wouldn't work as an English joke. or uh, maybe it would. Maybe it would like a Kristen Wiig or someone like that who had really excellent comic timing, but at the beginning I'm just like it this is this is such a it feels like obvious humour, but it works very well within its context. Anyway. it, it
2: Yeah, Yasti, yes, I can't
1: wait till you see it.
0: You have to watch it.
1: Okay, I will watch it pronto. This we're
0: weekend. telling you, what are you Tomorrow. doing? Put that cookie down and put this movie on. Is what <laughs> yeah, we can say. see
2: you now.
1: <laughs> I did eat a cookie while you guys were talking.
2: We heard. It just well, broke
0: For much of of this podcast, we have not been able to see Yazdi. But we we just
2: suddenly see him now as his mouth is full of cookie.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. I guess it's time to wrap up podcast. As always, movie all those listeners, thank you for taking the time to download and listen to the three of us. Yabber away. Um, We appreciate all of you that listen and take the time to do it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, We have uh, probably a little bit of a break between now and our next podcast because Rashmi and I are travelling. Yay, long, long long-awaited vacation. So when we're back, we will pick up. And yeah, I feel like we're going to move past the summer now into what will hopefully be the... Oscar fodder. The the award season type stuff. And is Toronto happening this year? It is. Yes, in person, is, yeah. so yes. you know that that's that's really where the race for the the awards starts. So uh, yeah. yeah, looking forward to to that time of year. All right, I guess let's end the yeah. podcast. Too many movies, Should too little to time. You yes, indeed thank you again for listening you can find us at facebook.com slash instagram twitter all of those other things from time to time we do appear there so follow us uh until then too many movies too little time a goodbye from me and me and me as well